Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your non-expert, Eric. And who's that sitting next to me? That's that's you, listener. What you, what you doing today? You're... Uh, oh, looks like you're returning something from that, that you ordered? What? Oh, man, that's a good return pop. Metzger, what was the last thing that you returned? Um... I, I don't return things. I just live with my mistakes. My uh, my mom used to like always use my Amazon Prime account, and uh, she would return everything, just willy nilly the dumbest shit she would order, and then she would just for no reason just return it. Just um, wanted the thrill of shopping. I guess like, and it's so much effort, and it's like sometimes like. I don't know, stupid baby shoes or things like that. Like just the dumbest stuff. No, absolutely no reason for it. But um, the most recent thing that I um, returned, I bought these uh, these TV mounts for uh, for my place, and uh, I didn't realize that I had twenty four inch studs uh, as opposed to to uh, sixteen inch. So that requires some special stuff and. And Best Buy has a very strict 14-day return policy. Got that one in right under the hair. Um, so yeah, that was the last thing that I returned. You you have to have returned something. Uh, technically, a couple of years ago, I wanted to do like a fun little experiment. I think you've used the company before. Those little um, fashion boxes. Oh, like a uh, Stitch Fix or something. Yeah, 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 that's that's the one. That's the one. And um, I I had been wanting some new clothes, and I thought it would be very funny if I use like their promo code, yep. which I don't I don't have anymore, and fill out the survey and do all of this stuff and tell them that what I was looking for. Listener, if you don't know this, I'm goth. <laughs> As fuck, she is goth too. She uh, drilled no, me. No, I'm on... like a very casual. Well, okay, musically, yes, but like aesthetic, like clothing wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty casual vibes. I mean, she, she, I, a non goth person, now know distinct differences in types of goths and the difference between goth and emo. Yeah. That was uncomfortable. What do you mean uncomfortable? I gave my assignment to my stylist to be like, oh, by the way, I predominantly only wear black. Sometimes we let purple and sometimes we let red, but mostly just black. And I am distinctly goth. Please do your best. And they sent me farm wife chic. <laughs> oh. I mean, I wish I still had the pictures. It was bad. Like, it was a pair of, like, flared denim jeans. Did you try it on? I did. I tried every last bit of it on because that was the whole point, right? Like, the jeans felt wonderful. They were buttery smooth. But, like, what was I going to do with a pair of, like, bell-bottom denim? They weren't acid no, wash or man. they weren't black. Like, I wasn't going to wear that ever. I'm I'm Googling the words farm wife chic and just trying to picture you in this. And it is I have never before like felt the words cognitive dissonance to this level. Um, oh, man, this girl's riding a horse. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I was given like a, a 
it was a green plaid um top but it wasn't like one of the kind of plaid tops that you were supposed to you know like leave open kind of you know yeah. how it had like weird white lace in it okay and it was like this is white is the direct opposite of black <laughs> it is in fact opposite of goth some might say technically i returned the whole box okay well hey that's something um well Metzger, i want to say we have like almost like a best buy thing going on right now because in two weeks, we decided to uh, return to sender Lucifer and the Biscuit hand Hammer. <laughs> we did. I told you never to buy it. Uh, to be fair, this was um, this this one was <laughs> on me. Um, I thought it would be better than what it was, and uh, instead, we replaced it with the Devil uh, is a part timer. Um, which required some work. It required a lot of work for Metzger, because even though she knew that this was a very popular anime, and a very good anime, she had never bothered to watch it during its original run, and it kind of made it onto that list of things that, like, yeah, I know that I should watch that, but I'm not gonna, you know? <laughs> I It made it to the list of things that I should watch, but I kept procrastinating. It's not like I have a lot of free time. So by us covering the second season, it forced me to sit down and binge watch the first season. Which I started Thursday night and finished it Saturday. What'd you think of it? And I worked all three of those days. Like, we What'd really you... crammed that shit in. What, what did you think of the first season? I loved it. It's a very good anime. I'm super excited. I think that you should have binged it too. Like you should have just really forced yourself because you missed a lot of good gags. Like yeah, so, I get you watched a recap, but I mean, I I watched the full first and second episode. I intend to continue watching uh the third on through the the rest and all that. Like uh, I watched the recap, but I feel like I I missed enough that. It seems appealing to me to go back and, and watch. Yeah, you really should. You missed all the shit with Lucifer and uh, what's his name? Sariel. Well, I mean, I it was a very good recap that I watched. So. Yeah, but it, it, did you see the gun? Okay, well, uh, no. Okay, because the gun is going to make you lose your shit when you see the gun. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I watched a recap of it. Um, I don't really, there's the schoolgirl that he works with that kind of rubbed me weird. Like, she's very young, and they really sexualize this girl. Eric, it's anime. I know, but Eric, still, it's it hit me in, like, a weird way. They don't, as far as this is concerned, they do not overly sexualize her. She is, are you kidding? The very ending of the first, uh... uh yes, it's season. her in a bathing suit. It is the most sexualized bathing suit. And it no, is a roll. it is no, a slow it is pan, it is, it is a, a slow pan slow, up yes, yes, her I entire body. I watched it 12 times, uh-huh, I remember. <laughs> Actually, it's not 12 times, because mid-season they switched to a different outro. But... 
Like, it's not overly sexualized. Not as far as an anime outro goes. Not as far as an anime swimsuit goes. I could send you a swimsuit from an anime that we almost covered that I want that is more sexual than that one. <laughs> it's not the same thing. There's a very good joke about two double, like two Big Macs and then two regular cheeseburgers. But again, it's playing off of Amelia's inadequacy issue. It's so, not It's not making Chiho alluring. Like they do a little bit, but it's anime. I mean, it, it does really seem like they are shipping like Chiho with, uh, with Satan. They aren't because... He openly says, like, you are... Oh, you you didn't fucking watch the whole goddamn thing! This is what's wrong with the recap. Well, it says that uh, she's like... There's literally a fight. I should have... You should have sent me the recap that you watched. So that way we can There's a fight where he describes her as, like, his his ward or his underling part of... He he says, she is a part of my command. And I am only here because as a McRonald's manager she is my responsibility okay hold up let's let's reverse this hey listener (laughs) um you understand i can splice this together if you just want me to do a synopsis real quick i can why don't you go ahead and do a synopsis okay the devil is a part-timer is a reverse isekai where the devil and his most resourceful general are waging a war against humans in a fantasy land. They are losing the fight and they open a portal and flee to modern day Japan. Because our world is not set up to be like their world. There's not enough magical energy in the air to let them would manifest their demon forms or use very much magic. Because of that, they're not able to get home and they instead have to start living normal dude lives. This involves Satan getting a job at knockoff McDonald's where he is an overachiever if I've ever seen one. And he decides that he likes this planet and he wants to rule this planet and he will use the chain of command that McDonald's affords him to complete world domination. And the money that he gets from that. There is also a hero that follows him into the portal. Her name is Amelia. And she also gets a job, has a hard time coming up with divine energy or the just uh, also her own magic. So she can't super just kill him with her holy way even though he has a totally human body and she could just i don't know like shoot him yep but she doesn't uh she starts to form like a camaraderie with him even though she's she is a tsundere i some of the things that end up happening are a priest um and a one of the other demon generals team up together to take both the hero and Satan down that fails. And then uh, Lucifer is added on to the unit. Uh, There is an assassin 
and an angel that come over. And it's just, it's these fun little things as the fantasy world leaks into Japan to try and stop Satan and also the hero. I am low-key in love with the hero. I think she's uh, adorable and um, fun. And I don't know, maybe it's just her being called the hero. But sidebar, um, I've... I, I've seen a show like this before, Metzger. Yeah. Um, I believe it's a Disney series, but it's called Star versus the Forces of Evil. Versus the Forces of Evil. Yes. Um, and it's about this little girl who has magic powers. She's like 14 or whatever. And um, she's a soon-to-be princess. And she... Uh, she gets sent to our world to be uh, like I don't know, like a uh, international student. Uh, uh, she student. gets she gets sent to our world because her parents can't handle her shenanigans. Yes, and um, well, there they have like monsters and stuff, and the premise is that the monsters just want to have their normal life too, and the humans have been pieces of shit to them. And here we have uh, creatures of the night, demons, if you will. And the big uh, agenda for Satan is to have a place of peace and tranquility for them. Uh, and to be fair, he's doing so or trying to do so by uh, fucking over humans. But then humans are are coming around fucking over the monsters. Yeah, it's kind of who fucked who first. It's it's just one of those survival moments. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, it's it's very same same. <laughs> So a lot of the premise, or not premise, but a lot of what happens in this is um, they can absorb, the demons can get their powers back by absorbing human suffering and fear. And there are a lot of plot points throughout the anime where Satan, a situation will come up and Satan will gain enough power to manifest his demon form again. And usually it involves a giant big battle. And then... um, Instead of using the Reservoir of Demon Energy to open a portal to go back to uh, his original world to finish his plans of world domination, and instead of using that power for literally anything, he always writes the damage that was done, and he saves everyone. Like, every time he, he does his best to keep people from dying and to keep there from being trouble for the community. Which throws everybody for a big fucking loop each time it happens. And especially our hero girl, who can't make one way or the other of him. There is a high school girl named Chiho, who works with uh, Satan at the McDonald's, at McRonald's, and she has quite the crush on her older co-worker. And to be fair... He's not that much older. He's he's 18, 19, maybe 20. They they forge their papers as citizens, but he's only about I guess I guess maybe he's 20 or 21 because they make a big deal about Lucifer later on. Lucifer gets scammed and the way that they get him out of it is he's not old enough to be able to sign contracts only his legal guardian can <laughs> it's a really it's a really good like goof all the goofs for this anime are so good so many good goofs 
Um, and Chiho's in high school. So it when you again, I'm not gonna let this sexualization thing go. I cannot emphasize Chiho loves and has the biggest crush. Biggest on crush. Satan. The biggest crush. Half and, of the things are like, oh, she mistook uh him as being like having a crush on the hero, having a crush on another girl. Like just all the time is that's that's kind of the running. She is gag. jealous and possessive of him. Now she's also been very direct with his with her feelings. She is head over heels. This is like her first big crush, which is not unusual for a high school girl to have a crush on a dude in his early 20s. That is normal. That is normal. It is then how he behaves that makes it weird. Yep. Now Satan most of the time Sometimes, like early on, I don't think he even understands that she's got a crush on him. And then once he does realize it, he does not shy away from telling her, you are my subordinate at work. You are a great friend. I hate to like ask of you, especially how I know how you feel about me. And I know that I don't feel the same way. But can you please help me with this? Or like, I don't want to inconvenience you. I don't want to give you the wrong idea. Like, he is always being like, no. Like, every time, no. Yeah, he's very good at communication. We cannot fault him. But then, again, like, she does have big tits. And the hero doesn't. And it comes up a lot, but really only between the two of them. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about how, like... No, sorry, let me clarify about how the animators very fo- focus in on the sexual aspects of this girl. Tell me about big tits, Eric. It's just a human body, dude. I mean, listen. You're just going to have to deal I'm with it. Big titties. So I get it. I mean, how did you handle fat cereal? <laughs> I laughed very heartily at that. He just looks like James from Pokemon. Ah, uh, Chunky James. Someone said that the Team Rocket breakup was hitting him really hard. Oh, that's a really good line. Okay, so if we're going to talk about season two now. Yep. Season two picks off or picks up at the end of season one. Which now it's all blending together. Oh, there is a mysterious figure that is in the Demon Lord. That it, demon lord's castle and she does some weird magic stuff and she sends something through a portal and uh satan and the hero are fighting i don't know what they're fighting it's about her sports bra yep and out pops this magic apple from this portal and they're like what the fuck and he uses it to block the holy sword and wouldn't you know two Baby arms pop out. They tested that on Mythbusters. It would be impossible to catch a sword like that. What if you're a magical baby apple? Did they use... I don't have a control group for magical baby apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, like, that that's untested, so... Yeah, I'm sorry. I will sit back down. This is my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spoke out of turn. This is, uh, continue. 
before I was so rudely interrupted. A whole baby comes out. And they interview the baby, and the baby is like, my daddy is Satan, and my mommy is an angel. And, and it specifically points at Emilia. And now they're freaking out, because it's like, there's wait, how did this happen? What is going on? When a mommy angel and a daddy Satan love each other very much... This is literally the line of thought that everyone's having, especially our girl who had Chiho, who has a big crush on him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's safe to say that this bachelor pad of three demons are not very well equipped to have a baby. Yep. Uh, so they relied heavily on the help of their next door neighbor, who is uh, an assassin, and also on Chiho who apparently has babysat before. And then they accidentally bring the baby to work, and the manager finds out about the baby, and then there's all this speculation and hush-hush, you guys are too young to have a baby, do you know what society is going to say about you? Here are some amusement park tickets. And she's like, I know what I just told you. Like, society might look on you bad if, like, you're spending all this time together and things like that. Like, ooh, and there's a baby involved now. But also, here's some amusement park tickets. Go enjoy your baby. It's like, well, it can't be undone. So go enjoy the baby. The baby is super stubborn and is like, no, mama must go and papa must go. Like, I... I'm not, I, how dare you try and take me to the amusement park as a single parent? I require both parents at this fun amusement park, said no child ever. Um, so, I mean, they, first of all, uh, we skipped a whole cockroaches episode. Uh, about the cockroaches. Hey, that's so, that's how they made it out into the backyard, and that's how they got to fighting about the fucking sports bra. So, um, lots of cockroaches. Uh, second of all, um, a hero girl comes to bear. She's looking like like a real mom. She's got mom energy. I mean, sure. And and then the uh, <laughs> the uh, her friend shows up and is like. Uh, yeah, sometimes, uh, she, she, I think she went too hard. And you can tell that, um, that he won this interaction because he just came looking as himself. Uh, oh, yeah, they do, right? Like, she tried way too hard. She went oh. to the salon and it's like, ooh, bitch trying too hard. Oh, boop. Um, and it, it kind of leaps off there, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's where we end. This, uh, this show in particular really... Leaves on some cliffhangers or some some last minute thoughts. To be fair, since I binge watched a whole season in three days, all of that first season is just one continuous chunk for me. Like there's no distinguishing between episodes. I just kind yeah. of am like, I I completely understand. Uh, so yeah, that's um. That's our new show that we decided to to tap in. Um, fuck you, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. The devil is a part-timer is now taking your place. Um, and we love it. I wonder if we're going to regret that later. 
No, I already know this is a good decision. <laughs> okay. I will never regret this. All right, Parallel oh. world, world Pharmacy? And so, but Medsker, Medsker, how are they going to know contact us? They don't I even mean, know I that our, our just... Instagram is anime tour bus or that our Twitter is anime underscore bus or Medsker, I haven't even told Hold them yet that they can find us on the website meyunweebo.wordpress.com. Hmm. I'm glad you got that out of your system. Parallel World yeah. Pharmacy? This is your baby. This is your pharmacological. I, first of all, love it so much. I am right here with him, like diagnosing, like as as she's like, oh, she's gasping for air. He's got this cough. Uh, he's been treating. Okay, it's communicable disease. I hit TB at the exact same time that he did. Yeah, you looked at a cartoon, a a cartoon drawing of a lung, and and got to tuberculosis. Yeah, he was saying pneumonia, and I'm like, that's not right. It looks more like nodes, like TB. And then he says, tuberculosis! And I'm like, ha ha! Well, okay then. Um, so anyways, uh, there's... So, so when we last left off, um, they decided... Uh, they, they got a notification um, on, their, on, their rec on their app... Um, no, they, they had gotten notice from the Empress that, uh, they were being requested, um, because they were going to be the caretakers of the, the Empress. Um, when they arrive, it is a big deal. And that she's clearly on death's doorstep and everyone's like, ah, she's fucked. And even the dad is making a thing that's, that's. And somehow in this medieval like. fantasy world. They are cool with euthanasia. Yeah, he's like, well, he's giving her functionally the, the equivalent to like morphine and stuff. And they're just like, yeah, she's fucked. We're just going to put her down. And then the and then the Empress's uh, child. Prince Louis rushes in and makes a big scene, and that makes everybody tear up. Like, oh man! And also, I this is awesome to where we can tell that like no one knows. Well, I mean that's not okay. That no, that's wrong. That's wrong, because we know that illnesses can spread from one person to another. Because when we have chickenpox, we tell pharma not to go into our sister's room because even though we've already. Had chicken pox we should do our best to to prevent it from contaminating us they know that not all diseases spread um not all diseases are contagious um, but we get to white death and we're just gonna let the uh like the little prince just like lay on the bed with his mama so there's actually a reason for that um when someone has uh chicken pox it's very quick that the disease presents itself. However, uh, with something like TB, it's very slow growing. Um, to to give a point of reference, like E. coli, um, what what makes your food like sometimes hurt your tummy in some cases? Um, it replicates. It splits into two uh, once every twenty minutes. Whereas all right, but Eric, she's on death's door. Whereas TB. 
uh, replicates once every 14 days. It is a buck wild difference, and it actually has historically uh, been a big problem because people, uh, first of all, TB is very difficult to kill. Uh, second of all, um, it, the time from you getting it to it actually affecting you is so long and delayed, very similar to, I don't know, how COVID initially presented itself, that people like wouldn't accept it as being like, you know, transmittable. Instead, we have they... all these stories about like, oh, they're vampires with the wasting disease. They do in this world, they can tell it's contagious. They just for some reason are not pulling the child off. I don't think they know that the white death is contagious because they're straight up like obviously they don't know about masking and stuff like that, but they they hundred percent are all just hanging in the room. I don't think that they know it's contagious. In fact, like, if they knew how contagious it was, they no one would be in that room. Okay, just because they don't know how it spread doesn't mean that they don't know that it's contagious. I don't... Because since they don't have any concept of bacteria, they they wouldn't know how it would be spread. But again, they know that chicken pox can be spread, and they know that your immunity to chicken pox can be compromised. Well, and you also have kind of a cultural layer here because it's like, oh, it's the Empress. We're all in the Empress's room. No one's going to, like, you know, turn down the opportunity to be, like, with the Empress and well, stuff. Well, they, they actually say, like, if you were to cover, like, you're covering your face, do you understand how disrespectful that is? Yeah. But, again, like, hey, here's the heir to the throne, and the Empress has the white death. Let's just let him lay in bed with her. They're literally looking at the stars and stuff. They're like the stars, not aligned. Still, they know it's con they know that things are contagious. They know that some diseases. They, they know are that contagious. some things. No, we know that it's something someone can get. We don't know that it. They don't know that they it is do. contagious. They no. have to. They know that it's contagious. They hundred percent. They do not. Is this is no historically. Way. This has historically been a huge issue. People did not know that tuberculosis was contagious for the longest time. They often mistook it for vampirism, Metzger. Like they, they did not know what uh, TB or wasting disease. There's dozens of names for Eric, it. Eric, you can't. Also, you can't just be like tuberculosis was confused for vampirism because everything was confused for vampirism. Um, because so there's actually like a fun story about that. I don't know if you want. OK, hear so it. there's this cool thing where they actually thought that watermelons when they were rotting were vampires. First of all, that is a God fucking fact, man. Like, I did not know that. Well, that's pretty cool. OK, OK, yes. They also thought that pumpkins could become fucking vampires. Okay. Like, you, well, you don't want to argue with me about vampirism. That, that one actually thought natural stages of decomposition were signs of vampirism. Anything was a fucking vampire. Cabbages could be fucking vampires. Anything could be a goddamn vampire. It wasn't just tuberculosis. Well, there's a specific story in New Orleans of them going in and burning down a monastery because all the women came out real skeletal because they all had TB. And they were like, oh, they all have vampirism. And so they burnt a monastery to the ground. 
Yes, and they also exhumed and partially burned a corpse in, like, Virginia. Okay. So, I I honestly don't think that they realize that TB is uh, transmittable. Backtracking away from our argument, uh, everyone is in here, and he decides, I am going to be the one to cure her, and, and th- just speaks out. And it's no longer, I like that it's not going to be this hidden, like, oh, I have to do things under the radar kind of thing. He is explicitly, like, there is a new treatment. It is for you. It has high success rate. We, there is a chance. Hate it. I, I don't hate that we're there, but I hate that the trailer had such a buildup for the secret. And we're three episodes in and he's confronting his dad. Well, his dad's confronting him. I I'm into it. I didn't want I mean it. I just yeah. I guess like I thought it was going to be a much bigger conflict as opposed to in episode 3. <laughs> I listen, overall, I find it I weirdly mean, refreshing. Okay, overall I like I don't have a problem with this anime. I do actually like it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's harmless. Like, it's not going to be super memorable. You're not going to want to go back and rewatch this a million fucking times. It's an isekai, but with chemistry. I like it. So. But it's uh, also not going to be a big hot dump. So, like, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I I just don't like that the trailer built up a major conflict that's being resolved in episode three. I I really think the trailer builds up the conflict specifically around like affordable healthcare for I, everyone. It, there's a big fight with his dad where it's like, if you can't tell me what this is, then it's poison. Yeah. And we literally got the same line in episode three. Um. Okay. So I I have to bring this up specifically. There's um, T- TB is super difficult to kill. And when he's like, "I we can do this," I was like, Ugh. "No, we didn't just spend hundreds of years fighting it for, you know, because it was easy." Well, so even among like bacteria, because there's a lot of bacterial infections. Also, tuberculosis is still an issue today. So TB falls under a different type of like bacterium called Mycobacterium that have very very thick cell walls and are very difficult to get. Eric, we have fifteen minutes. Metzger, I, I want to do this. But like I we don't I don't I also don't think our listener wants a big science lesson. Okay. Well, to be fair, average anime listener not a big science nerd. Really? Hmm. Really. Well, listener, if you want to hear more about that, check out Science Snacks. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You can make a crossover with Science Snacks where you talk about TB. TB. And- an exquisitely drug-resistant mycobacterium. Uh, So, long story short, he has this big fight with his dad and reveals just how much power this kid's a pack in. Yeah, there we go. There's the part where we're back on divine load. That's what our degenerates want. (laughs) So he blew a huge divine load in front of his dad. And made a giant ice wall. And disintegrated the giant ice wall which blew his dad's fucking mind yeah because that was like that's like negative attribute and and pharma's always been like a positive water he's always been 
And dad suspects that this is not his same son. And he keeps asking, who are you? Yeah, I do. I enjoy that the conflict has been twisted to the dad being like, this is not my son. And I now have to struggle with like, who is this person? I I also think that that's good. Um, and but the dad concedes and he he says, you know, my uh, his power is now well beyond ours. And the empress gets her treatment. And also, yeah, he starts showing everybody what bacteria look like. Yeah, that's a little bit fun where he makes like a, a like a bullshit microscope and is like, hold this up to this uh this candle and look look at these little worms that were in the empress can you imagine though can we talk about that one can you imagine the first motherfucker to show up with that shit and be like you, uh, your your do you want to know the do you want to know the real story no not really actually i already know it because i no. went through an eighth grade science class but i'm just talking about the abstraction of can you imagine Yep. Being in a, a room full of royalty and being like, your monarch is full of worms. And then you show them that slide. <laughs> These are the things. I know that, I know it's bacteria, but like they talk about they look like caterpillars. And I'm just like, yep, your empress is full of worms, dude. Just worms all the way down. <laughs> just top to bottom worms. You tear uh, off her skin face, it's just worms. Can you imagine, especially like a a divine monarch the kind of reaction you would get from telling the people around them heresy that they are you would be drug out and murdered absolutely that's how we know that this is a fantasy world (laughs) yes so i'm trying to think about how you have that conversation with someone just being like yep mm -hmm, your monarch is full of worms yeah, and we're also all full of worms, top to bottom. Yeah, it's especially in your butt. There's so many worms in your butt right now, Dad. Yeah, no, and and so he's gotten the monarch to agree to taking this, and it is a long treatment because that's yes, how long it takes. Months. Yeah, um, it is, and that's that's actually like super right. That is a hundred percent correct. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, and and then the dad's left like, oh my god, my son's basically a god. And the son's like, dad, I still feel like I'm, you know, kind of getting the hang of things. And I still want to be an apprentice and learn shit. Don't get weird. And then the handshake on it. Yeah, it's like, well, while I might know a whole lot about medicine, I don't have jack shit for bedside manner. I've never actually cared for a patient in my fucking life. Yeah. Also, I thought it was weird that, like, he uh, had to drink the medicine with her. I was like, ooh, that's a little <laughs> yuck. Well, I mean, he does have to prove that it's not poison. I mean, that's fair. But also, like, I don't know. Sometimes when you're you're giving somebody medicine that like it's good for them, it's maybe not so good for you. Yeah, yeah, but I think he knows the risk. That's fair. I just was like, I winced when I was like... Also, he went in there initially and was technically exposed. 
Um, as a side note, uh, Ramfin, uh, it uh, makes you sweat orange. Cool. Like one of those Gatorade commercials. Oh, oh is that how they do that? It's not. I thought I always thought it was like editing. I mean, it's actually to like stain your shirt and stuff, and that's how they measure how like good your body's like retaining and and excreting the uh, the drug and your compliance with it. So yeah, no, I thought that that was fun. So like, uh, if if there aren't orange stained sheets in the Empress Chamber, I'm gonna be like, fuck this anime. <laughs> Wonder in our next episode if if we're gonna actually see the Empress again or if it's just gonna be like, oh, we did such a good job. Yeah, we we'll want hear next about patient. her. Yeah, I suspect that'll be the case. But we'll uh we'll find out next time together, listener. And, yeah. Uh, and with that, hey, thanks for uh, checking us out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for um, helping put the stamp on the box when we returned Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. I we we all hated that one together. <laughs> and uh, thanks for hanging out and listening to us once more. And until next time. Think of all the butt work.